0: This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. Thanks, Stacy, and hello from WQA Radio, where we discuss what's important in water treatment and filtration. And we're now available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is podcast number 43. Coming up on WQA Radio...
1: So our primary goal is to show the benefit of POU devices and household water treatment, and we think that this kind of study will will provide a very clear picture to the public.
0: That's Kelly Reynolds with the University of Arizona, discussing her new research on behalf of the Water Quality Research Foundation. Kelly joined us at the Pacific Water Quality Association convention. Plus we'll have a regulatory update with Kathleen Fultz and later our WQA tip. Coming up, our conversation with Kelly Reynolds. (music) Kelly Reynolds from the University of Arizona joins us to talk about her new research study sponsored by the Water Quality Research Foundation. Now, this study is the first to come out of the WQRF Research Grant Program, which began in 2017. Proposals for the 2018 program will be accepted through the middle of February 2018. For more information about the proposal topics, visit wqrf.org and click on Grant Program. Funds for the grant program and other WQRF research come from the generosity of WQA members. Thank you for your support. And now, my conversation with Kelly Reynolds at the PWQA Convention in Newport Beach, California. So, first of all, welcome.
1: Thank you, Wes. So the project that we're currently working on that's funded by WQRF is to look at the use of of point-of-use filters from households. These filters, when they go through their routine maintenance cycles, we're gathering them from the the companies that are providing maintenance, and we're testing the filters to see what kind of contaminants we can find on them. So if we find a contaminant that was trapped by a POU device, that's a contaminant that wasn't consumed by the consumer, right? So we're looking at POU devices as really surveillance tools for monitoring municipal water quality. If you understand a bit about how municipal water quality is tested and monitored, The municipalities collect a lot of samples over time, but not in a continuous fashion. So it's very easy to miss for a municipality that's testing their water when there might be peak events happening. We know that water contamination isn't dispersed over time equally. So what we can do by monitoring high volumes of water using POU filters from households is to get a picture of, over the entire year, that volume of water that was passed through those filters, what contaminants were in there. So we're really excited about this project as a new innovative tool for monitoring municipal water quality.
0: And we're talking, by the way, at the Pacific Water Quality Association Convention as we speak in October of 2017. And so when does this all get going?
1: Our project will start soon and we'll be collecting filters and samples and analyzing them over the next year. So around this time in 2018, we'll have some quantitative results on the kind of the final report of our project, we'll also be providing quarterly updates so the industry can, can get some updates throughout the year um, on what's happening with our project and what we're finding, but the final report will be released in about a year.
0: And tell us a little bit more about how it will work. Do you have uh, homes that are volunteering, cooperating uh, to be part of this uh, research?
1: We are working with a local company, WaterTech, who's providing filters for us. So whenever they call on homes for, the, for their routine maintenance and changes of filters, they're going to give us the filters. And in our laboratory, we'll analyze those filters primarily for microbial contaminants. So we'll be looking for fecal indicator bacteria, but also human viruses that are known pathogens that can cause disease.
0: Uh, can you give us a little background on how this started, how this idea came to a position of actually deciding to go forward with the project.
1: We had conducted a pilot study at the University of Arizona collecting filters from water venue machines, you know, the kind of machines you put a quarter in and you fill up your jug that you brought yourself. And when we tested those filters, we found about half of them tested positive for a bacterial indicator or a human virus. So now we're expanding that study that we've done previously and we're targeting it really at the point of consumption at the consumer's home. Uh, where we can collect their POU devices. So we're gonna target somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 homes and see what we can find.
0: And so WQRF is playing a large role in this for you?
1: WQRF is playing a large role. We would not be able to do this research without their help and their support. So the funding from WQRF is really bringing together industry, academia, and consumer stakeholders around this issue of water quality. And so our primary goal is to show the benefit of POU devices and household water treatment. And we think that this kind of study will will provide a very clear picture to the public that municipal water quality over time is contaminated and that this final barrier approach is critical for maximizing public health
0: and just in general it is contaminated in what way or how how does this happen if it's leaving the municipal treatment facility perhaps perfectly fine
1: we know that our distribution system has some problems so our infrastructure is aging everywhere around the country we have cross connections that we know contribute to leaks and events where contaminants can seep into the distribution system. So it's really important to really have this final barrier at the point of consumption, at the tap. That's really what this whole industry is about. And our research at the University of Arizona, I've been doing research on water quality contamination for almost 30 years. And if you look for a contaminant long enough, you will find it. And I think that's something the public no longer wants to gamble with. When we see situations like what happened in Flint, Michigan, contamination events, whether it be lead or legionella or other bacterial pathogens or viral pathogens, it's unpredictable when these events will occur. And so I think the security of knowing that you're treating your water at your tap where you have control at that final barrier is just so important. And so we're excited to do the research that further promotes that idea and further supports the evidence that we're trying to say that point-of-use devices at the as a final barrier is necessary.
0: And just as a point of clarification, this does not involve point of uh, entry?
1: Looking at the quality of water at the point of entry is not the goal of this particular study, although that's certainly important. But we do know that household premise plumbing plays a role, too, in stagnation and biofilm development and even intrusion of pathogens. So we really want to monitor the quality of the water at the tap as a source of what people would be drinking had they not had a point of use device in place.
0: Kelly Reynolds, University of Arizona, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Wes.
2: This is Kathleen Foltz, WQA's Regulatory and Government Affairs Coordinator, with your regulatory update. WQA is partnering with the National Groundwater Association and the Irrigation Association for the second year to host the Water Resources Congressional Conference in Washington, D.C. as a part of WQA's D.C. Fly-In. All WQA members are invited to participate. On Capitol Hill, you will have the opportunity to hear from representatives of federal agencies to hear their perspectives on Congress as it relates to budget, infrastructure, tax reform, energy, and natural resources. WQA will also divide participants into teams and give you the opportunity to meet with Senator and Representative's offices on the Hill. This is an opportunity for you to talk about your business with your Congressman's office and speak on behalf of the industry on important legislation. The Save the Date is March 6th and 7th, and you will receive more information on how to register as we approach the event. I'm Kathleen Fultz for WQA Radio.
0: And now our WQA tip. Time is running out to apply for the new WQA Excellence Award. The deadline is November 1st. The award recognizes member companies that demonstrate excellence when it comes to customer service, business operations, community service, and innovation. Go to wqa.org excellence to apply for this award. It's going to be presented at the WQA convention in Denver in March. Well, thanks for listening to WQA Radio. You can subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. And we say thanks one more time to our guest, Professor Kelly Reynolds of the University of Arizona. For Stacey S. Kutzbach, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. You've been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member all at WQA.org. Thanks for listening.